0: The magic is always around. The divine's help, the universe's help, supporting us, taking us where we need to go. Your spirit team's help, always around, always available. It's just whether you can let it in. That's where the space for magic comes in. Are you making the space for the magic to actually come in and work in your life? Or are you staying with your hands out to what's in front of you, ignoring what's right, what's right for you, what's right in front of you? in favor for something that you think is supposed to be or should be. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. And today, we're gonna talk about something that is, it comes up a lot and to me gets to a lot of the core of why we tend to push space for magic away or, or we don't make space for magic and we push the magic away. And that has to do what's right for us. So I had titled this podcast episode, are you willing to see what's right? And I left it there because there's a few ways that we can take this, and we're going to go in a couple of different directions. And I want to start with Are you willing to see what is right in front of you? And by that, I'm talking about answers that are right in front of you, signs that are right in front of you, the truth of another that's right in front of you. And so often, and I am guilty of this as well, so I am not preaching from the mountain. When we have an idea of how the future is going to unfold or what we would like to happen in the future, the journey that the universe, that the divine takes us on doesn't often look the way we expect it to look in our minds. We are here at point A and we envision point B and it's gonna be this straight line to point B and right and we can see so clearly like that distant point B is where I'm headed and that is where I'm going, which means I should be going straight ahead. But what we don't know because it's so far in the distance is that up ahead, if we walk straight in the line, we're gonna run into a, you know, a break in the road. There's no way to get straight from A to B, or there's going to be a big mountain there or a big pile of crap. And the universe, the divine knows this and is going to take us on a journey that brings us the safest and most easeful way to point B. And if point B is not for our highest and best good, then it's going to take us somewhere even better. But what happens is as we start to get moved in a direction that's different than what we expected, the breadcrumbs of where we need to go gets laid at our feet so we can follow the trail, but we don't like that breadcrumb that's right in front of us. We don't like where we're being guided right now. And we think we're supposed to be going in a different direction. And so we refuse to see what is right in front of us. This comes up whenever I'm working with a group around intuition and you know, getting your intuitive messages and hearing the voice of the divine, hearing the voice of the universe, knowing things, talking to your spirit team on the other side of the veil. What will happen in groups is that someone will be firmly convinced that they are not getting their answers. They are not getting their answers. And yet the rest of the group as they hear the story of that individual can see clearly where they're being guided, what they're being guided to, and then that occurs for many members of the group that' someone that can see so clearly for another member what they are meant to do, what is right in glaring neon sign in front of them they will feel the absence of that in their own lives. And they, they, you know, I have no signs. I have no clarity. I, I do not know what is going. I don't know why this keeps going wrong. Why does this keep going wrong? Why is this not going right? And yet it's obvious it's not going right because the true right way for that person is another direction. And in fact, something, one thing failing, one thing not working, one thing not going the way that we wanted to go is really, truly guidance taking us in a different direction. But we refuse to see it. And we refuse to see it for a lot of reasons. You know, one of the reasons is because we fundamentally and I'll speak to myself I have a core you know every human has a core wound this like core thing that they're going to work on almost their entire life it'll just keep coming up in layers and layers and layers and and it has a few flavors but for the most part everyone comes back to some core wound some common core wound so mine is that if I am not at my best, if I am not solving the problems, if I am not the fixer, the helper, that I am fundamentally unlovable. And so underneath that is just a core sense of unworthiness, right? And so my, my early childhood worthiness came from being a perfectionist, getting everything right, being good at school, following all the rules, blah, 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 blah. And so... I believe in my, you know, my lower brain, my amygdala believes that my safety, my worthiness comes from being able to do things correctly and get them right the first time. So when something doesn't go the way I want it to, the way I expected it to, when I'm doing something and it doesn't succeed. What happens is this old wound gets stirred up and I start to think it's not working because I am not doing it sufficiently, that somehow I am failing in the process. And so I keep re-engaging it and re-engaging it, coming at it different ways Because my lower brain, my fear brain thinks the reason it's not working is because I haven't worked hard enough. I haven't done it well enough. I haven't studied enough. I haven't enough, enough, enough. And I find this happens to many people. If you recognized yourself in my story, then what I can tell you is what often happens when we're thinking we're the problem is we don't receive the truth of a path that this thing is going wrong as a gift as a way to take you in a different direction. And if we come back to this place of truth that there is magic in the world, that magic is that force that takes us to our destiny, our destination, that our that desire, our soul births, when we set a clear vision for ourselves, that there is this force helping us along the way. And we are meant to do is our 100%. But once we've done that 100%, our job is to then surrender it. And we'll talk more about that next week. But oftentimes, instead of surrendering, we do 101%, 102%. And so we're shoving ourselves against a brick wall when that brick wall is there to say, go left or go right. And so what is right in front of us is this brick wall and yet we're not seeing it because what we're believing is that it's actually proof that we're not sufficient. And so if we believe in our own worthiness or even act as if we believe in our worthiness, act as if everything that goes wrong is actually right for us and is showing us a different way, all of a sudden the signs were being given, the directions were being given, the information were being given opens up, because then we get out of resistance to what we're being offered. And when we get out of resistance, what happens is we receive. We start to receive clearer message. We start to be able to hear them in a more clear way. We see the signs, the abundance comes in, things start to flow, they start to work out, and all of a sudden we're in receptivity, and all of a sudden the magic's flowing but it requires seeing what is right in front of us, what is right in front of you. And so I want to stop for a minute and ask you, is there something right now that's not going exactly the way you want it to go? Is there something that is that you think, oh, maybe I just haven't tried hard enough. Maybe I haven't asked hard enough, visualized hard enough, whatever it is. Is something not working and you are concluding that somehow you're not enough or maybe the divine isn't paying attention to you. Maybe the universe lost track of you. You know, That's just another symptom of enoughness. What if suddenly you went into a space and I'm gonna ask you to do it right now. I want you to think of that thing that just isn't going quite the way you want it to. Maybe it isn't even something specific. Maybe it's just like, "Eh, this isn't as great as I would like it to be. And there's something that feels a little bumpy on my path. What if those bumps, what if that brick wall is there to guide you somewhere else? If you knew that to be true, where would you go next? Where would you go next? Or maybe it's just that you're meant to go nowhere. Maybe you're just meant to relax and let go a little and let the dust settle and the signs to show up showing you where to go next. And by the way, if you are not familiar with the signs that drop in or you need a cheat sheet of the signs that show up, there are all kinds of signs, certainly. I do have a quick cheat sheet you can download at pattylennon.com forward slash signs that give the most common signs. That people get. This can be really helpful if you're trying to know what comes next and you're asking for a sign. If you think you might be missing them, this cheat sheet may help you. I hope it's yeah, you know, that was certainly my intention. So you can go ahead and grab that. So as you start to see the signs and then you start to go in another direction, it can be scary. It can be scary because you're thinking, wait a second. I feel the brick wall, but that means I'm being guided away from this career. I'm being guided away from this relationship. I'm being guided away. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm being guided away from this product or this launch or this sale. I'm being guided away from parenthood or guided away from singlehood or guided away from whatever you're being guided away from. And suddenly you're like, wait a second though, but I invested so much in being this other way. I invested so much in this marriage, this desire to be a parent, this career, this product, this book, whatever, you know, this creation, if I go in another direction, I'm giving up all of this that I invested and I'm giving up my dreams. But in fact, if you trust that the universe, that the divine is taking you to somewhere even better, then all of a sudden what is right for you can change. And so often we've so attached to who we think we are, why we think we're valuable, especially to others, that it's hard for us to see anymore what is right for us. And so then let me stop and ask you, I want you to think about this. What do you believe is right for you? Maybe you don't even know. Maybe you do know though that Something else is wrong for you, even acknowledging what's wrong for you can create a space of openness can create a sense of receptivity because when you stop denying what's wrong from you you move out of resistance which moves you into receptivity and when you move into receptivity what happens again we start to come into flow the magic flows in we are receiving magic which by the way the magic is always around the Divine's help, the universe's help, supporting us, taking us where we need to go. Your spirit team's help, always around, always available. It's just whether you can let it in. That's where the space for magic comes in. Are you making the space for the magic to actually come in and work in your life? Or are you staying with your hands out to what's in front of you, ignoring what's right, what's right for you, what's right in front of you? in favor for something that you think is supposed to be or should be. That's what blocks the magic from coming into your life and working itself around and and adjusting things and bringing flow and bringing surprises and bringing signs and bringing messages. What would life be like if suddenly everything that happened to you was happening for you? Everything was a sign And every synchronicity that occurred, occurred to support you, occurred to show you something, even if you don't yet know what that is. This morning, I was sitting out by my pool, which is where where I spend every morning. And um, early in the morning, when I get up, usually around 6 or 6.30, it's quiet out, except for all of the animals, especially the birds and And some other little fellas, sometimes it's a rabbit or a groundhog, but we've been in the state that I'm in, in Connecticut, we've been in a bit of a drought. We just started to get water, but the drought has caused a lot of frogs to start spending a lot extra time in our pool. And I, my heart of hearts, I don't think the chlorine is good for them. So I keep scooping them up and these are tree frogs, scooping them up and putting them back into the wooded area, and they keep hopping back into the pool. And so finally, I have allowed them the desire that they have to be in that pool, which kind of goes to that, actually, that third point I want to make, which is, can you allow what is right for another to just be? Because sometimes we get out of our own path. We get confused because we're so intent On knowing what's right for another, that we get more in their business. I see this especially with myself, with my kids. I see this in my clients, in the groups that I run, where they see what's right for a sibling, they see what's right for a parent, what's right for a spouse, what's right for a partner, what's right for a kid. And you're so busy being in their business and deciding what's right for them that you're not allowing that because they keep returning to that choice point that way of being that you think is not right for them that in fact it is right for them and then we can know that it's right for them maybe it's not going to take them where you want them to go but it's taking them where they need to go it's taking them where for whatever reason their choices and their mind need to go to get the lessons they need and so i was watching these frogs and they just keep coming back in and coming back in and and i said to myself okay i have to i have to stop trying to manipulate this situation because they're they're pretty determined to stay back in this pool and, and I don't know enough about ecosystems to know what the value is for them being in it maybe that is more important than them being you know out in the trees in the midst of this drought but finally yesterday rain came and I went out and I was so excited because I was really hoping there would be no frogs in the pool simply because I don't want them stuck in chlorine water if it's not good for them, and what was interesting is that not only was the frog there, but it was sitting on this little um pad that we have in the pool, and there was a a salamander on it, a little baby salamander, and um, it was actually a newt, a red something newt. I looked it up and I don't know what that means, but while I was watching them. The little newt, and it was a baby, crawled on top of the little tree frog and it just sat there and it really felt like it was hugging it. I don't know that they necessarily get along that way. And when I looked up the actual newt, the description of it, I think I read that it was poisonous. So possibly something not so good was going on. Although the frog left and went away and, and got out of the pool, which was really interesting by the way, because I had believed that the frog couldn't get out of the pool, but the frog actually got out of the pool without my help, without my help when it wanted to. And so there was this experience of this little new, this red little new cuddling up to this frog, this frog being able to escape the pool when it wanted to. And I don't know exactly what that meant for me. And yet I felt it meant something. I just felt it. And I don't know yet. So I see with a lot of people that when we feel like we don't know what the thing is, what it means, but we feel the feeling that this means something for us. We feel a synchronicity in it happening. If we can't figure out what it means right now that somehow it doesn't mean something or we're missing out on something. But what I've come to learn is see what's right here. Be willing to see what's right here. Take it in. I took in that there was a message in this without fully knowing what the message is yet. It's only been, as I'm recording this, it's only been a couple of hours since this happened and and I've been busy. So I really haven't even had time to contemplate it or sit in a little bit of a meditative space. And by little bit, I mean, I don't get into a deep meditative space. It just means sitting quietly and just waiting for something to drop in. It'll drop in later today. It'll drop in tomorrow. It'll drop in maybe a week from now. I was guided to start listening to another podcast episode that's talking about the ocean and ocean's ecosystems completely out of a different direction. And I haven't gotten through that podcast episode, but it may give me the answer. What I know is that I have a few things that have been delivered right in front of me. I've been given pieces of the puzzle. I just don't know what the whole picture is yet. So am I willing to take what's right there in front of me And by the way, jot it down. That's a big encouragement that I give people is write down what you see, write down what you feel when the signs come, write down what's happening, write down your confusion, come back to it later because oftentimes the pattern, the message, the full picture is there now right in front of you. But it takes being willing to see what is there to begin with to ultimately get the full picture. So. As you go into this next week, we are in a time, this year is a time full of transformation. It is asking us to get underneath our old habits, our old beliefs, and really find what's true for us, what is actually right for us, not what are these polarized experiences of life that we're being encouraged to engage in. But really find your own rightness, your own truth, your own guidance. And it requires seeing, seeing what is right in front of you. And when you're not sure, asking for signs, asking for synchronicities, all those things, the numbers showing up over and over again, the cardinal that keeps landing in front of you the dimes that show up, the feathers, whatever it is, they all have a message for you. They are all taking you somewhere. And again, you can go to pattylennon.com forward slash signs to get that cheat sheet of those signs. I really do feel like we're all being guided very directly, very specifically right now. And the more we're willing to see what's right in front of us, the more we'll be able to make space for magic. All right, have a beautiful, beautiful week. And um, next week, we'll talk more about that topic I touched on, which is when do we hit our 100%? What is the surrender point where we can let go and allow for the universe to take over a little bit? So that's coming up. And until then, don't forget, make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them.